Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight and this is waiting day 2. Yesterday we started a topic on waiting and I said that in the process of making progress things do not happen as fast as we would expect them. There is that moments of waiting and we need the grace to wait. And we said yesterday that David was in such a place where waiting seemed impossible. But he waited anyway because he knew that he was waiting for a God who never disappoints. And God had his cry. He rescued him from the pit that was full of mud and clay and he lifted him from that pit. and set his feet on solid ground put a song of praise in his mouth and it became a testimony an encouragement for you and me today and today i want us to look at somebody else who was in a position to wait but he failed in the test of waiting from the book of first samuel 13 from verse 7 to 14 This is the story of King Saul. The Bible says from verse 7, some of them crossed the Jordan River and escaped into the land of Gad and Gilead. Meanwhile, Saul stayed at Gilgal and his men were trembling with fear. Saul waited there 7 days for Samuel as Samuel had instructed him earlier. But Samuel didn't come. So this was a time that Saul and his troops were faced by the enemy. The the Philistines were marching and they were ready to attack the Israelites. And here is Saul with his men. They are trembling in fear. And the prophet had told Saul, "You wait for me for 7 days. I will show up. I will come and I'm going to raise an altar." I am going to dedicate you unto the Lord before you go for battle because if you read in the Bible in the book of uh, Deuteronomy uh there are laws which are called the laws of warfare and what is expected of the prophets and the priests they are supposed to pray for the armies for the for the for the host before they go for battle and so we find that Saul stayed at Gilgal and his men are trembling with fear and they waited there for 7 days but Samuel did not come so realized that his troops were rapidly slipping away and in that moment of danger in that moment of despair he demanded and he said bring me the burnt offering and the peace offering remember his office is the kingly office he is not a priest he is not a prophet He is not supposed to be the one offering the burnt offering. He is not the one to offer the peace offering. But because he is failing at these moments of waiting and he is feeling that I need to do something, I need to be in control. He says he demands, "Bring me the burnt offering, bring me the peace offering." And the Bible says, "And Saul sacrificed the burnt offering himself." 
and listen to the sad part. Just as Saul was finishing with the burnt offering, Samuel arrived. Just as he was finishing, Samuel arrived. Saul went out to meet and welcome him. But Samuel said, what is this you have done? Saul replied, I saw my men scattering from me and you didn't arrive when you said you would. And the Philistines are at Michmash ready for battle. So I said, the Philistines are ready to march against us at Gilgal. And I haven't even asked for the Lord's help. So I felt compelled to offer the burnt offering myself before you came. And Samuel said, how foolish. Samuel exclaimed, you have not kept the command the Lord your God gave you. Had you kept it? the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom must end. For the Lord has sought out a man after his own heart. The Lord has already appointed him to be the leader of his people because you have not kept the Lord's command. What a pity. What a sad story. Just because Saul was not able to wait just a little longer. Immediately after he finished offering the bad offering, immediately after he had just messed up, Samuel appeared. And there is Saul with his excuses. How many times have we given the Lord excuses why we didn't wait? We couldn't wait any longer. Listen to his excuses. He's saying the Philistines are ready to march against us. We know they are just close. They are ready. They are at Michmash. They are ready for battle. We haven't even asked the Lord for help. You know, the, the urgency to act is the need to be in control. It shows that we cannot let God be in control. We want to do it at our own timeline. That is why we can't wait. This is what is displayed by this foolishness that Saul does. By doing the duties that are not his. His office was the office of the king. But he performs the duties of a priest. He offers the burnt offering. He offers the peace offerings. Yet that is not what he was supposed to do. May the Lord help us. And just like I said yesterday. May you receive the grace to wait in the pursuit of making progress. Receive the grace to wait. We don't want to have regrets that you missed it like Saul. It was just he had waited seven days. What was just a little longer? What was just a few more hours? And those few more hours costed him his kingdom. May you receive the grace to wait a little longer. Hold on a little longer. Don't mess up your destiny just because you can't wait a little longer. Don't give me an excuse that you know what? I want to get married so I can't continue waiting. I have to get, get a spouse whichever way. You know, we give all these excuses why we can't wait a little longer. But this morning, I want to encourage you. My listener, receive the grace to wait. Wait a little longer. Wait a little longer. Don't mess it up. Wait a little longer. We can trust God. He never fails. He never fails. Let's trust his timeline. 
His timing and our timing are not the same. But when he does it, the Bible says he makes everything beautiful in its time. Shalom, this is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight. And this is Waiting Day 2.